learn the frugal foodie tactics and strategies on how to slash your food bills while eating well. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, El Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. How much do you spend on food? Chances are it's a big part of your budget. The USDA puts together a monthly report that looks into average food expenses for families. They break it down into thrifty, low-cost, moderate, and liberal spending plans based on how old your kids are. And the monthly costs for a family of four can vary greatly. We're talking about $567 to just under $1,300. Like I mentioned last episode, when you're working as a family towards financial independence, you have to look for big wins. Mastering your food expenses is a big win. But if you think I'm going to tell you to skip eating out or only make these basic dishes, I'm not. Food is something I don't like to skimp out on. We want to eat better and enjoy our meals, whether it's at home, which is most of the time, or when we're out. So if you look at our budget, it's a big category for us relative to other expenses. But it doesn't blow our budget, and we're still able to save for other important goals. And looking over the past year, our spending is around what the USDA would say is a low-cost plan. The challenge for a lot of families, besides being smarter with their money, is also finding ways to get meals up and ready in a relatively short time. After work, it's tempting to grab some food on the way home. So we all need to have things set up. So preparing a tasty meal is a snap. And when we do go out, because yes, we like to go out sometimes, we try to maximize the experience. So if you want to get a handle on your food bill and still have a good time, I think you'll enjoy this episode. I recruited some others to help out. I love getting different perspectives here and they have some fantastic ones. Besides having a master's in nutrition, author Shauna Bell is also a busy mom of five. Finding meals that all of her children enjoy can be tricky, but she has strategies to make meals less stressful, healthy, and yes, fun. Patrick Livingston is also a foodie and loves trying out new things that are off the beaten path. He also has some creative ideas on how to make those nights out even more special while still sticking to your budget. So what we're going to do is we're going to approach it from two sides. One, how to make tasty, quick, and affordable meals at home. And then two, how to enjoy a meal out so that it's special and that you're still keeping to your budget. Sounds good? Let's get started. I hope it's not shocking news to tell you that eating more at home is both a wallet and waste saver. You have control over the quality of your ingredients, so you can eat better on a budget if you cook more at home. The trick is kind of twofold. One is the ingredients we have. How do we get good quality ingredients on the cheap? And then two, also looking at our cooking skills. I know when we were first married, we both looked at each other and we knew we had to upgrade fast. We were basically king and queen of the microwave and ramen noodles. 
So let's start with that first area, making sure that your kitchen is stocked with the essentials. So when you come home or when you are preparing a meal on the weekends, you can whip up something that's tasty fairly quickly. The good news is you don't need a ton of fancy tools or ingredients. Actually, one of the best investments you can make is typically some of the cheapest items you can pick up at the store, spices and herbs. For us, I say the, the biggest thing that a lot of people don't think about that we use as staples are um, a diverse blend of spices. We have a huge cabinet full of a lot of different herbs and spices because those not only have nutritional value uh, and do different things for your body and for your overall health, but they completely change what a dish can taste like. So even if you're making something like rice and beans and rice and beans happen to be things that we keep on hand, Mm -hmm. uh, it can be different from one day to the next depending on what spices we put in there and what else we put in. And it can be a completely different meal. This may seem like a small tip, but I cannot overemphasize how important it is to have these essential ingredients in your pantry. You can have a dish, Shannon mentioned, rice and beans, but by changing the herbs and spices, you can have several different dishes and mix it up every week. But the actual prep is fairly quick and simple. And another related idea and tip that you can use is when you're shopping, think of items that you can use in several dishes. And I'll give you an example of three kind of categories of food where it's the same thing on paper, but when you're cooking it, it can be completely different each time. Pizzas, tacos, and stir fries. And I'm just going to use chipotles as an example for this. With tacos, yes, it's a simple dish. But depending on the meats, the vegetables, even the seasonings that you use, it's like a different meal each time. So when you go grocery shopping, don't get items that you can only use for one meal for the week. Actually go for items that you can use repeatedly. If you have the herbs and spices to mix things up, it will help you not only save money because you're getting that discount buying in bulk, but also reducing waste. And you may be surprised by having some of these staples, which I'll include in the show notes. You can really make a lot of different things on your own with herbs and spices, for example. You can even make your own salad dressing. Well, even Mm -hmm. making salad dressings. We do a lot of different Mm -hmm. salads, um, which I know people, a lot of people say, oh, that's so boring. Okay, well, A, we don't use iceberg. I don't even consider iceberg a lettuce in my book. It's water. Um, That's what it is. I don't discount it as a filler, but Mm -hmm. we don't use it. Um, But we make a lot of our own dressings ourselves. We don't Mm -hmm. really buy dressings and you just need olive oil. And if you want to get really fancy, if you Mm -hmm. decide you want to splurge, they have olive oil and vinegar stores where you can get some, some very nice flavored olive oil. We just use regular olive oil and balsamic vinegar and a bunch of different spices and create Mm -hmm. different dressings each night when we're doing salads and it completely changes the flavor. And Shauna brings up another great point, especially for families, is get your kids involved with the meal prep. Even if they're young, you'll be surprised at how helpful they want to be when it comes to preparing the meal. And I don't mean setting the table, but getting side dishes ready, salad dressings, as Shauna pointed out. Find something that's age appropriate for them, because not only are you making this a social thing that you guys can do together, it lightens the load for you and it's teaching them a skill that they'll appreciate later on. It's a good fun experimenting mm-hmm. with the family to see what everybody likes. And mm-hmm. we like to have the kids help. Like we had one, we had one of our um, 
kids, one of my stepsons helped make the rice the other night. I said, okay, I'm going to make it with coconut milk or Mm -hmm. coconut water. I usually make the rice with coconut water or low sodium vegetable broth. So those are something we keep on hand. Also coconut milk, vegetable, low sodium vegetable broth, roasted Mm -hmm. red pepper soup. If we're not making it from scratch, Trader Joe's has the low sodium brand. I like that. Um, and, um, coconut water because mm-hmm. we do a lot of cooking with rice and beans with those different things in them, which also changes the flavor profile. Yes. So, um, I said, well, I'm going to use coconut, coconut water. And he said, okay. I said, you pick out spices. So he said, can you pull some down for me? Cause he's too short to reach the cabinet. Aww. So I pulled out a whole bunch of them. And I just said, yeah. okay, you decide what you think we should put in here. So he's over there smelling all of them, trying to figure out what he wants to put in there. And he came up with a blend and most of the kids liked it. It was a little sweet for, I think mm-hmm. he picked a blend that had some cinnamon in it, <laughs> but you know, whatever it is, what mm-hmm. it is. So it was, it was great. He enjoyed it. So it was, it was fun experiment for him. And he, he was learning how to put flavor profiles together. But what if you don't feel comfortable teaching your kids because you're not that great at cooking? It took us a bit to find some basic skills and recipes to help us, but now there's some simple solutions that literally can be delivered right to your home. I'm sure everyone is starting to become more familiar with the food delivery services that are out there, Mm -hmm. like HelloFresh. What they're doing is they're providing everything in a box that you need for your family to make a meal, and it's so much fun to engage the whole family to to be prepping the items it's nothing wasted, which mm-hmm. is nice because I know some people don't like leftovers as well. Um, and the price point of these food delivery items is comparable to mm-hmm. a grocery bill. So don't feel bad about ordering those boxes. They can be a wonderful stepping stone that allows you to get more comfortable around the kitchen. Now, as you're learning, grabbing a few cookbooks can be really handy. Patrick had one that would be a fantastic resource for many families. If you want to get a little more adventurous, I've come across Leanne Brown's cookbook on how to Mm. cook for $4 a day. It's based off the the premise that um, you use the the U.S. food stamp program called SNAP. Yeah. And so she covers all of these really fun recipes Mm. and, and the tactics that you need to fill in your pantry, but it doesn't doesn't have to necessarily cost a lot of money. Yeah. So she she's kind of broken down that um, that barrier that people have with the grocery store. And so that cookbook is one I highly recommend. You can download it for free um, from Landon's website. So um, yeah, it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, definitely try the cheddar jalapeno scones. You'll love them. I grabbed Leanne's book and it is good. There's recipes to get you started along with setting up your kitchen. And that's an important step. When you have your kitchen set up so you can make meals quick and easy that are tasty and healthy, it's a huge win. And I recently picked up the new book, Eat Better on a Budget, from Julian and Kirsten from Rich and Regular, and it is a complete guide to cooking at home. Julian takes his culinary knowledge as a chef and distills it into the essentials so you can make your meals delicious at home and not waste a lot of money or time. And speaking of stepping stones, something that helped us save money, but we no longer regularly use, is having a price book. It can be a really handy tool for you to discover where you can find better deals on your family staples. I know some use it to hunt for the lowest price on all their items every week, but we try to include time with our calculations. When we found that it's cheaper and quicker to get our weekly groceries from one place around the corner, 
we went ahead and made the switch. I don't have time shopping between three stores every week. So try out using a price book. You want to double check what's the best place to grab your groceries, and then you'll have a go-to spot for the majority of your stuff. You can then fill in the gaps with specialty stores or whenever you're on that side of town. So you're better at making meals at home, but what about when you're out? How can you keep costs in check without sacrificing a great time? Going out is also a joy and a pleasure and sometimes required because the week's just too heavy and hectic, right? So you've got you to be able to go out and enjoy those experiences as well. The first recommendation that I have is that when you are going out to eat, you do a little bit of homework before you go. So there's things like Groupon or coupon books or restaurant.com. They have these opportunities to have a free appetizer or a percentage Mm -hmm. off of the bill, which is always a a good way to do it. So um, that can kind of guide you where you go out for dinner that evening. Um, The other thing to think about is when you are in the restaurant, uh, forego the drinks. Uh, mm-hmm. The highest markup item when you go out uh, is yeah. alcohol and just general general drinks in general. So try to avoid that if you can. The other things to think about are that portion sizes are so big that yeah. it really is acceptable now to go to a restaurant and say, we are going to share this meal. Mm-hmm. Every server, uh, wait staff now today knows that that's an a thing that we should all be trying to do. So they don't discourage it like some people might have a stigma toward. Yeah. And then there's other things you can do as well. Like you got to interact with the wait staff. So for example, I'm a pretty big guy. And so when I go to the restaurant, I say, I need a plate full of food because portion size means a lot to me. And they're like, yes, I get it. Um, And so they'll guide you to, the item on the menu that is a very filling meal. So they'll try to help you out. While it's easier than ever to read online reviews and get an idea of new places to check out, it's also wonderful to have friends in your circle that can give recommendations on some new places to eat at. The more you start to ask around from your other foodie friends, the more you'll discover some really interesting options Mm -hmm. going out to eat. For example, um, kind of, like kind of tying back to how you said it's an educational experience. Well, locally, we have a culinary school. And that culinary school has to train those students on how to, how to cook food, right? So they have this restaurant where you can sign a register for an account to, to uh, submit for reservations. Mm-hmm. And this restaurant has a lottery system. So for $10, a family of four can go out to eat a meal that's made by students at a culinary school. So not only is that whole experience completely unique and and interesting, uh, but it's a really affordable way to go out to eat. Another thing to think about is taking your family out earlier. Uh, A lot of times you get the best seat in the house. But you can also get like the early bird special. There's a there's an awesome restaurant at Five Points that has the blue plate special. There's things like that where, um, you know, earlier in the week or mm-hmm. earlier time of day is always a really, a really useful way um, to kind of not only do you beat the crowds, but you um, can take advantage of any certain discounts that they have. If you'd like to chat more about ways that you can save money while cooking at home, 
or enjoying a night out without breaking your budget, please join us in our free and private Facebook group, Thriving Families. We're a fun and supportive group. We can swap stories and tips. And if you have any fresh ideas, I'd love to hear them. Please visit us at simplifyandenjoy.com slash FB. Hope to see you there. This segment is brought to you by Coastal Credit Union. If you're looking for better options with banking, please check out Coastal. They have some competitive rates, especially with their savings account. You can find out more at bankbetter.org. I know some foodies like to take advantage of their nights out, maybe like earn some rewards with cards. And of course, we're talking about making sure they're responsible. So that balance is paid at the end of the month. Do you have any tips on like finding a card that's going to maximize these nights out? And yeah, so yeah, so there's two, you know, there, there's two ways that, that mm-hmm. I look at this. Um, and, and so the one, the one way I, I look at this is that some people like to take advantage of Coastal's Go Green checking card, mm-hmm. where you swipe 30 transactions to earn a higher interest rate. Well, you can consider that like a modern day envelope system where you are just sticking to your budget to only swipe X amount for meals out. So um, that's a way for you to earn a higher yield on your uh, higher interest on your checking account um, while you leveraging the card's benefits to go out to eat. So that's if, if you are a a real big fan of the Go Green product. Mm-hmm. If you if you use a cash back card, we have a credit card that allows um, for um, a percentage of the transaction to be just returned to you in statement credit or in other types of benefits like restaurant coupons and other mm-hmm. things like that. So um, it, that's personally my approach as well. I like to get the cash back. Mm-hmm. So I use our um, I use our cashback premier card. So that's that's what I would recommend for those that like to use the credit side of it with the cashback. Special thanks to Shauna and Patrick for being a part of this episode. We've shared some of their biggest tips here today, but I couldn't fit it all. So if you want to watch our full chats, please head over to our YouTube channel. Patrick's chat will be out today, and Shauna's is coming later this week. She and I also discusses how to work as a family when you do have dietary restrictions, which is a reality for many of us. As always, I'll have links in the show notes with resources we mentioned, including some kitchen essentials so you can eat better at home, and a cheat sheet on herbs and spices to take things up a notch. Just head over to simplifyandenjoy.com and type in frugal foodie. Next week, we're talking about how to get the best deals with family vacations. So if you don't want to miss out on that, please make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you prefer to grab your shows. The music in this episode is by Lee Rosevere and Music for Makers. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much. I appreciate and I'm so grateful for your support. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care. Take care.